Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Catherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Seegers, and in today's episode, we will tackle this very compelling question. Is the God of the Old Testament a monster? (laughs) Yep, that's the tough topic we are tackling today. We are continuing in a series on how to deal with the difficult parts of the Bible and certainly the portrayal of God in the Old Testament by some who like to go cherry-picking presents some difficulties, the kind of difficulties that can lead people away from the faith. Now, if someone reads the Old Testament honestly and the true nature of how it was intended to be read, I believe that we see a God of great compassion and and mercy. I believe we see a God who is long-suffering and just, a God who pleads with his people to choose wisely to choose life, a God who continually points to his plan of salvation for all mankind. That is Jesus. And Jesus, in turn, continually points back to God in the Old Testament. Jesus and God are truly one and the same. All throughout the book of John, Jesus tells us that he and the Father are one. Jesus says that he does nothing, nothing that he doesn't first see the Father doing. And you can't get to the Father, to God, without first going through Jesus. That's John chapter 14, verse 6. That is the first verse that I have taught all of my kids. You can't separate them. There is no daylight between the God of the Old Testament and Jesus. And really, you know, there there is no such thing as the God of the Old Testament because he didn't change. He's the same God in the New Testament. And yet... People in our culture separate God and Jesus, and especially the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament, as if they're different. They aren't. And, you know, generally, people have a very positive view of Jesus. The God of the Old Testament? Hmm. Not so much. Now, in the last episode, we took on a question that was designed to vilify the God of Scripture by saying that he was every bit as unjust in taking the firstborn Egyptian males as Pharaoh and King Herod were in killing the Hebrew baby boys. Yeah, I tackled that tough topic head on in order to distill that inaccurate image of God. Those circumstances had some very critical distinctions, the kind of distinctions that help us to see how truly long-suffering and merciful God is. I also applied the handy-dandy guidelines from episode 31 on how to approach these difficult parts of scripture to that tough topic. Check out those episodes number 31 and 32 if you didn't have a chance to yet. In this episode, I want to look at what can happen when you string a bunch of misinterpreted instances together, like the ones I broke down in the last episode. I have got a phenomenal visual for you and a link that you can check out that will show you exactly what can happen when someone splices and cleverly assembles these skewed pictures of God together. 
they can create an entirely different narrative than the real one. Yep, yep. They can trick our kiddos and lure them away from the faith by misrepresenting God and the Bible. It's pretty clever. And I'm going to show you how they do that. That's the plan for this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Before I jump into today's topic, uh, you know, last episode, I was talking to you guys about wanting to take Christian Parent Crazy World to the next level. I've been encouraged to do this, and I really, really want to go weekly, but I'll be honest, uh, I'm a little scared to do that. Uh, You know, I, I want to make them shorter episodes, but more frequent, but that's a bit of a, you know, bump up in my responsibilities. And, you know, I I was, I'm in my new class, a second class at Colorado Christian University. I'm getting a master's degree in Christian apologetics, and I'm in this class on personal and church evangelism. And I'm reading this book by Mark Middleberg. It's called um, Becoming a, a, okay, look, I'm freeforming a little bit here, and I've got the book open. Let me look at the front. Uh, It's Becoming a Contagious Church by Mark Middleburg. And I'm on page 60 in this book, reading it the other day. And I, I run across this quote by Les Brown. He's like an author and motivational speaker. And he says, the key to growing and making changes is to make your move before you're ready. I was like, whoa, does that ever resonate? Uh, and he says, it's it's like the challenge leap and the net will appear. <laughs> And I just laughed. I'm like, isn't that like parenting? I mean, come on. Do any of us ever feel ready to be parents, to raise other human beings to adulthood? No, we never feel ready. We kind of, uh, you know, we made that leap before we were ready. And, you know, the net appears, moms and dads. I, I kind of wanted to just share this with you to encourage you because I, I know you all feel that way sometimes. Maybe you're facing something in your life where you're like, you know, I don't, I don't know if I feel ready to do that yet. And I'm, you know, Sometimes you do need to wait and prepare more, but sometimes you just need to make your move before you're ready. Leap and the net will appear. So just to let you know, I it, it may not be perfect. I may not always be on every single week the way I need to be. Um, well, I mean, okay, wait, let me back up. I will be on, you know, if I send something in, trust me, it will be the same quality show that you have come to expect. What I meant by that is that, you know, there may be a week or you know, something in the future where I can't get the podcast out. That's all I meant, possibly. But I'm I'm going for it, you guys. I'm going to leap and I'm going to trust that this net will appear underneath me. All right. And, you know, maybe pray about it in your life. Uh, you might need to do that as well. 
Alrighty, in order to tackle the misperceptions of God in the Bible, and particularly in the Old Testament, I'm going to go back to our good friend Dan Kimball, who I have quoted a lot in this series on the difficult parts of the Bible. Dan wrote an incredible chapter in A New Kind of Apologist. It was titled, Don't Blame Us, It's in the Bible. But that title really still cracks me up. I love it. So, Um, In this chapter, Kimball gives us a phenomenal example of what can happen when we go cherry-picking through the Bible. He gives us this analogy of how stories or or facts or verses taken out of context, like the one I shared in the last episode, can paint a very different picture than reality. There is this video on YouTube. It's called Scary Mary. I looked it up and I'm going to link it for you in the show notes or, you know, you can just look up Scary Mary on YouTube. It should come right up. This is what appears to be a movie trailer for a film called Scary Mary. Only all the clips are taken from Mary Poppins, the beautifully innocent childhood Disney film with Julie Andrews that so many of us grew up on. But with some clever editing of these short scenes taken out of context with some really creepy music underneath, they have literally made this childhood classic look like a horror film. Kimball describes it like this, quote, A scene of a group of nannies being blown away as Mary looks out sternly through the window at them. A boy being sucked into a closet and the door shutting as Mary stares at him. A girl being sucked up into a chimney. Children running in fear. The clip clip ends with the word scary Mary. And then hide your children. Someone who had never seen the whole Mary Poppins might, might assume it's a horror film. Yeah, you know, imagine that. The film that most of us know so well. A film beloved by millions and millions of children all over the world is twisted and contorted to look like a like a horror flick. It is really cool to see how that can happen. By the way, after I watched this video, another similar scary movie trailer came up for Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah, that classic film with Robin Williams. You probably know the story. He and his wife, you know, played by Sally Field, they get divorced and, and Williams dresses up like an old woman in order to stay close to the kids and he gets hired as their nanny. It's, it's hilarious. That, yeah, I love that movie. My kids love that movie. It's a modern classic. But this this scary trailer takes everything out of context. And and the Mrs. Doubtfire character looks like a complete psychopath who is who is stalking and obsessively terrorizing his ex-wife and kids. It's amazing. It's amazing to watch this trailer. All the clips are authentic to the movie. They they are legitimate in both of these movie promos. But put them in the wrong order with with clever editing and, and sinister music, and you are convinced that Mrs. Doubtfire and, and Mary Poppins are the devil incarnate. <laughs> Kimball draws the obvious comparison. He says, quote, Similarly, taking bits of the Bible out of context paints an altogether different narrative than the true one of the God of compassion, who is slow to anger and abounding in love, end quote. You know, a lot of people do that with the Bible. 
Richard Dawkins is one of the world's leading atheist evangelists. He wrote books like The God Delusion and Outgrowing God. Listen to how he describes the God of the Old Testament. He says, quote, The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty, ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. Oh, wow. I didn't think I was going to get through that. You know, let's say that five times really fast. I could barely say it once. This is a brutal depiction of the God who sent his son to be tortured and to die for us. It's brutal. Scary Mary. Scary Mrs. Doubtfire. Scary God. We need to prepare our kids for these mischaracterizations of God. We must not ignore these sections of scripture. We must not sanitize them or or downplay them. We must pray about them and address them head on. We must give our kids the true, accurate picture of who God is. Yeah, you know, parts of the Bible are tough to understand. Nobody is saying that it isn't. But moms and dads, we need to string together the good pictures of God for our kids. We need to make sure that they see how loving how paternal, how how just and giving and forgiving and holy and merciful he is. They need to see this film reel of God. They need to know these stories. They, they need to see him weeping over his lost children who insist on hurting themselves through bad choices. They need to see him as the father and the story of the, the prodigal child. You know, I told that story really well, actually. Uh, you know, in episode four, check that out. There are tears, like real ones. He is the good shepherd who leads the 99 sheep to go to searching after the one little lost lamb. Now, I know both of those stories are from the New Testament. But what about the God of the Old Testament? Well, in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, we learn that God knew this great prophet before he was formed in the womb, and he had a very special calling on his life. And Romans 2, chapter 11, tells us that God doesn't have favorites. He knows each and every one of us before we are formed in our mother's wombs. He has a calling on each life. King David tells us in Psalm 139 that God numbered our days while we were being formed in our mother's womb. He he planned them out. He knows when we sit down and when we rise up what we are thinking. He is intimately acquainted with all our thoughts. Psalm 58, 8 says, you keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one of them in your book. Psalm 103 verse 14 tells us, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. Now, does this sound like Richard Dawkins' horrific portrayal of the God in the Old Testament? 
you know, one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament is of Hagar, Sarah's maidservant. Hagar is pregnant with Abraham's son, not not God's plan, by the way. Sarah gets gets all jealous and she mistreats this little slave girl and Hagar runs out into the desert. She is literally, this girl is literally a nobody from nowhere. And the God of the entire universe follows her out there into the desert and he gives her the same promise that he gave Sarah, that she would be the mother of a great nation. She looks, she looks at God and she says, you are the God who sees me. I, I have now seen the one who sees me. Love that story. You won't find another one like it in all of ancient literature. You know, slaves didn't play a prominent part in those books, and neither did women. We need to tell these stories of God over and over and over. We need to tell our kids what God has done in our own lives over and over and over. They need to hear our testimony. They need to see the proper picture of who God is. And at the same time, we need to be wise to the ways of our enemy. We need to know that he is going to do everything within his power to paint this evil picture of God. It can't work when our kids know the true God. Only a person who never saw Mary Poppins or or Mrs. Doubtfire would be fooled by the horror flick trailers of possessed nannies. A person who has seen the original film, who experienced it, won't fall for the counterfeit. You don't want the first time your kids hear this depiction of uh, of the scary God to be with someone who is peddling that trailer. We, we have to be proactive here, moms and dads. We need to head this one off at the pass. The Bible is a very old and beautiful book. It is, it's often a mirror that reflects our very souls. It explains history and human nature and, and evil and death. It, it gives us grace and redemption and hope and life. But parts of it are hard to understand, especially with a very modern mindset. Now, in the next episode, which is coming up next week, I want to hone in on two characteristics of God that we need to help our kids understand if we are going to avoid some of this scary God depiction that Richard Dawkins and many others want to peddle about the God of the Old Testament, who is, like I said, the God of both Testaments. Just to be clear, they are one and the same. But this information is critically important. It's foundational to our faith and the faith of our kids. So you don't want to miss that episode. I want to thank you for joining me today. Look, I know there are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your 
entire life. Just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherineseegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. To hear more from Katherine Seegers, visit her site, katherineseegers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a rating and review in your podcast app? It really does help us connect to more listeners like you. A special thanks to Kelly Gibbons, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project, a project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible, talk about what it says, and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.